LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 253. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Maeth. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Did I just say Dijeron Maeth? I think you started to say S and then stopped, so it was... kind of sounded like F. Mm, okay. No, because I had my I had uh, dental work done, and I've been talking fine for some reason. When I went S, I'm like, wait, I'm I'm sitting there thinking, like, wait, d- d- what did they do to you? Oh, they clamped out one of my tooth, and they drilled right into it and put in another, uh, put in a permanent uh, fixture in there. Oh, drilling! Ugh, I hate that. I don't know. I was I. They numbed me up pretty good, so it didn't bother me none. Well, that's the thing. When I got drilled last couple of times, they needed to use like three or four times the amount of Novocaine, and I still kind of felt it. I mean, the thing is, I felt it, but it wasn't like there was no pain or anything, so that didn't bother me at all. No, I still felt pain. It was bad. Ooh, damn, dude. Maybe they should have knocked your ass out with a 2 by 4 and then done the work. Insurance wouldn't have covered it. <laughs> no, no, no. Waking up doing the Mick Foley seal of approval, that would have been awesome. Well, the thing is, if you've got pain that bad when they're doing a cavity or a root canal, their only other option is to stick the needle directly into the tooth. It'll hurt like a... God, you made it worse. Yeah, that's what happened with one of mine. It'll hurt like a bitch, but temporarily, but then it kind of died out. Yeah, that shit hurts. Well, at least for me, it wasn't so bad. And if we go to the chat room at live.mocknetwork.com, Anton Mark is like, damn it, Mako. And Sarah is going, ew, 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 stop. Yeah, stop until what? you Until you've had that needle directly into your tooth, you don't know pain. Mm. I had my wisdom teeth out when I was in high school. As you were saying. I had my wisdom teeth out in high school. Not for any medical reason. Mm. It was just because my mom just said, yeah, have his wisdom teeth ripped out. Yeah. After coming back from the doc, from the dentist, I have to now brush twice a day, floss, and I got to get a, and I gotta get a scaling done, which will probably be in about two weeks. But I got to go back next week for them to finish off the work on my existing tooth. Doctor's like, get some ibuprofen. You're going to need it for the next few days. I don't think he realizes I have a high tolerance for pain. It's not the pain, it's the swelling. Exactly, that too. I took a... once once the tooth work is done, mm-hmm. especially on a root canal, since they're basically taking the root out, you're mm-hmm. not going to have pain, but the swelling can get bad. Well, I might be getting a root canal, because the, they had to get so close to the bone, but we'll see. But even with all the throbbing, I'm probably going to walk around like, it's not bothering me at all. So, are we done trolling the chat room? 
I don't yeah, know. I think it's really sleep. fun to watch them go crazy talking over dental work. Yeah. This is kind of sad. Uh, hmm? Yeah, can we move on? I'm in a state of perma cringe over here. Sure, no problem. What the, you know what's kind of interesting? Weird I'll never finished the full vi- music video for this song. It, mm. it starts off and he stops and it goes he actually pulls a tooth out and he's still talking and all this blood gushes out. Not helping. <laughs> Ari, we are so sorry. Seriously, we are. Except what? For... That one wasn't me. Hush up, you. See, I am sorry, but Mako-chan isn't. No, I'm not sorry. See? Sarah Ackerman's going, fuck you, Mako-chan. <laughs> Well, you know what? You know what? Fuck you too. <laughs> Lord. God. Oh man. Oh god. We are live tonight, week of February twenty second, two thousand sixteen, here on the Voice of Geeks Network. Uh, we are live uh, two right now Tuesdays from at 9.30, and replays Thursdays at 2. Check out Eric the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Check glasses, Mark, XChat, ChatZilliki, is isc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash Network. If you click on that, whatever your default chat program is, will bring you directly to the chat room. Check-ins are now live. Swing by the forums because every week we do post um, our our, um, our synopsis, our summary. So we definitely want to hear from you. So yeah, and I think my phone just let me know that it's fully that it's fully um is fully charged. That's nice. But unfortunately, I have to re- reset my other phone. I'll talk about that in just a bit. Until we get to that, let's go ahead and kick things off with how was your week and how was your day, Ari. Yeah, it's mostly work-related stuff. For one thing, I got paid today, which was always good because I was down to just a couple of bucks on my bank account. Ka-ching! <laughs> yeah, and let's see. Um, I also, my friend got me into the uh, Division beta this past weekend. Oh, that's nice. Oh, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a whole lot of fun. Uh, hold on. No problem. Well, I still have to hold on. I am manually rebooting my, my Windows phone. I have to turn off the glance screen if this keeps up. I'd ask what I should be holding on to, but I know I'd get a smart Sorry answer. Sorry about that. Yeah, smart-ass answer. Thank you, Mako. Well, whatever Mako-chan is holding on to, we can't hear it because she... Whatever it is, she pretty much duct-taped that, that, that mouth shut. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Um... Of course, my uh, money situation wouldn't help by the fact that uh, three games came out within as many days last week, ah. and I got all of them. Uh, Project Cross Zone 2. Great game. And uh, the Fire Emblem games. Fire Emblem Fates, I mean. Uh, Birthright is more like the uh, Awakening, kind of, with the uh, wide-open map and all that, and Conquest, from what I hear, is supposed to be you know, just straightforward, limited resources, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, so, yeah, I've been carrying around my 3DS and my uh, case with all my games in it. So, Because I don't want to just get into the trap of playing one ex- exclusively to the uh, <clears throat> expense of all the others. And mm-hmm. just realizing, oh, wait, where am I? What am I doing? 
I forgot what I'm doing in this game. Luckily, <clears throat> the game I stopped to get into, uh, Project Cross Zone 2, has like a little indicator that tells me where I need to go. So, yeah. Is it Bravely Default? No, I won't touch that game with a 10-foot pole because I really didn't like it. It's uh, LBX. Oh. oh, okay. But, yeah, Project Cross Zone's a lot of fun. The only pr- I do have one problem with the uh, one of the villains being a complete fucking weeaboo. Mm. And she's a bunny girl from America. What does that tell oh, you? Oh, yeah, her. Yeah, I know you're talking about, yeah. yeah. Let's see, what else? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I am uh, also have to replace my phone because the screen is still broken. Mm. And I'm looking to change carriers. Get away from Verizon, possibly looking to T-Mobile. Yes, join Team Magenta. Yeah, I still have the link you uh, sent me a while ago. All right. But uh, my car payment came due this week, so out the, that was my one big expense for my pay period. So we'll have to see. Mm. All right. But yeah, that's how things have been going for me. All right, good, good. All right, cool, cool, cool. Cool. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um, my week was pretty good until yesterday when the Fire Nation attacked. Um, no, I've been reading a lot lately, so I took my tablet into work, and this isn't the first time I've taken it into work. Um, hooked it up so that I could charge it, and sometime during the charge, it decided to turn off and not turn back on. I wouldn't be too surprising, and maybe where you plugged it in, sent those voltage to and just went, you know? I don't know. I mean, it's not the first time that I charged it in that area, so I don't know. But uh, I was saving up for a vape pen, like one of the really nice custom ones, and so that money went towards a new tablet. Mm. But I got the new tablet, and it's pretty, and I'm just working on, you know, putting things onto it. But Were you able to save the data from the old one? No, it refuses to turn on. The only thing I'm going to be able to, yeah, the only thing I'm going to be able to do is whatever was on the um, memory card Mm. will be put into this. So, and Ichigo Gami asks what kind of tablet, and I got a Samsung Tab A. Yes, because here's the thing about tablets, people. Everything on the tablet, the memory and all of that, is glued and soldered in as one whole thing. So if it doesn't turn on, whatever is stored on that memory, and not the memory card, it ain't coming back. I should know. It's I've, yeah, I've dealt with enough Surface tablets to deal, you know, to know. So. Well, it's not like I do anything on my tablet, mm-hmm. really, unless it's reading and crap like that. So the most that I had on there... Were maybe a few ebooks that I've already got on my computer anyway, mm. and then maybe some pictures for my, you know, my backgrounds and everything. But it's all easily able to be re-downloaded and all of that. But yeah, and since I got it at Best Buy, I decided to splurge and get the nice cover for it and have them put it on. Because as long as I own the tablet, they will continue to switch out the covers for me. Mm. 
which is a good thing because I have to go back there Friday and have them re-put the cover on because the guy that put the cover on sucks at it. See, we had that same issue at work. It's sort of like, I won't, I won't put screen protectors on devices. I won't do it unless it's one of those screen protectors where you have to put the solution down first. And oh, then, this is, it is and, that one. And then put it, then I can mm-hmm. do that. The normal yeah, one, I can't do it. He, yeah. he did this, and it is so full of, you know, bubbles oh, and oh, 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 shit like that oh, is oh. under actually underneath it. So I know he, you know, whatever he did, he didn't do it right. Yeah, he didn't wipe down the screen first. As for the bubbles, the bubbles go away in like 24 hours, so. Well, the thing yeah. is, there were no bubbles when I first got it, and mm. now the bubbles are popping up. Yeesh. Yeah. Sounds like he didn't really wipe down the screen, so... I don't know. I'm, like, I watched him do it. He wiped down the screen. He made sure there was nothing on the screen. Then he sprayed the solution onto the screen and sprayed it onto, you know, the protector and everything. And then he, you know, squeegeed the entire thing. And at that point, everything was nice and pretty, except for the one little piece of shit that was under there Mm. that I saw. But now it's all bubbling up, so... Friday I will go back, and they will give me a new screen, and they will do it again. And they will do it until I am satisfied with it being done. Good, good. It's because not going to ruin is... the... It's not going to ruin the tablet if they just pull off the old screen, right? No. No. No, but this is why I paid them $15, because they will continue to go through their entire stock of screen protectors until I'm, you know, happy that it's on there. Well, hopefully it won't come to that. No, but if it does, it's already paid for, and they can kiss my ass. Uh huh. I know. I know. Best Buy's SOP. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is the only reason why I did it, because basically, if this thing scratches or anything like that, and I get a brand new one in, because I paid for them to have it on, I can bring that brand new one in, and they will put it on for me. And if they screw it up, then they will go into their stock. Uh huh. Which, again, is the only reason why I paid for them to do it. Ah, cool. Holy plausible deniability, Batman. Yeah, and then while I was there, I saw that they had cases for it. So I said, screw it, and I bought a case for it, too. See, knowing me, if I knew, like, a few days ago which one I was going to buy, I would have gone right to, I gone right to, to Amazon. If I didn't, I keep it in a little carrying, like little plastic case, plastic screen protector. I keep it in that till my case came in, which is what I did for my um, Surface Three. Nah, I'm perfectly okay with this. It's not a bad, it's not a bad cover, and uh, it's purple again, so I can get a new uh, patch and have it for. Um, Twilight. Mm. That's cool. Anyway, yeah, that's about it. Okay. My weekend day has been the usual, and as we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, tooth work. I had to go in today and get, um, dental work done. They had to clean out from when the student dentist drilled into my tooth and took care of that. I had to clean that up, put in a better filling, and I go back in about a week to see for them where it goes from there. Other than that, it's been pretty good. They just said, just be wary of the the swelling, but 
and it throbbing, but eh, we'll see. Um, I got, as I said, I got my new headset, and my V motors are amazing. Um, I, well, part of the deal was I get like free uh, plates with 3D uh, printing on it. They came in without the logo that I wanted, which was the Ronma one half logo, and I found a really nice one. And they said that I never put it in my order. I'm like, yeah, I uploaded it to your site, but but it's whatevs. So I'm hoping that they're able to, you know, get this rectified and ship me the new plates, and I, and I send them the old ones back. Um, that's basically is it, you know. And besides going to the gym, you know, the the, the usual the usual stuff. So you know, yeah. Let's see, right now I'm kind of updating something here I wrote. Um. All right, cool. There we go. Uh, let's see. Um. Updates in regards to the show. A reunion episode will be sometime in March. I will hopefully I'll have a date announced for that on next week's show. Um, no review of Magfest. Uh, Avalon Cosplay may be joining us next week to talk about that. We're still working on that and see how that goes. Uh, my phone is going off, and for some reason it shouldn't be, but I'm going to set it for vibrate. There we go. Uh, I think that's it. Um. We did get an article at the top. Um, we we're going to talk about the top of the, top of the break uh, about in regards to Ghost in the Shell. But that's just about it. And then we're going to our normal um, routine. Sounds good to y'all. Sure. Perfectly fine. All right. Awesome. Um, we're gonna go ahead and take our break, and we'll be back.
been a while since I've had some K on, you know. I have to actually get around to finish watching the second season, but I think you can get both seasons as a box set now, so I'm definitely going to cop that. Um, before we get into uh, tonight's topics, like I said earlier, we had something popped up in regards to Ghosts in the Shell, and I am relegating that to Mako-chan, only because that is one of her fandoms, and... If you've listened, if you've been a long-time listener to the show, she has has some choice words to say about the Ghost in the Shell movie. Yeah. Um, so basically, this whole thing—it's six Japanese actresses who could and should, according to them, replace Scarlett Johansson in the Ghost in the Shell movie. Um, it goes—you know—it starts off with how Hollywood is basically whitewashing everything, blah, 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 blah. My thing is, I'm not a fan of Scarlett Johansson in the first place. That's why I want her to be replaced. Anybody that has actually seen Ghost in the Shell, though, knows that the character of the Major has been a lot of different people mm-hmm. because one she can hack into other um, cyborgs and two because she's a cyborg she's gone through a variety of different bodies so again it's not the fact that it's a white woman that's going to be playing Scarlett Johansson uh, that's going to be playing her it's because it's Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. and I'm not a fan of her anyway so, uh, the six picks from this author are in order, uh, Rinko Kikuchi, who has, uh, she was nominated for an Oscar, um, 10 years ago for Babel. She's more recently been in Norwegian Wood, Pacific Rim, and Kumiko, the treasure hunter. Uh, number two is Chiaki uh, Kurayama, mm. singer, actress, and model. Um, she was Gogo Yabari yeah. in Kill Bill Volume 1, but has basically been in Japan working on TV shows, films, and music there. I knew that name sounded familiar. Uh, the next one is uh, Karen Fukuhara. She's going to be um, in Suicide Squad. She's Katana in Suicide Squad. This could be a good staging point for her, you know? uh, Because you know Suicide Squad's going to be really good. Uh, Sure, it will. (laughs) You're not convinced, are you? Uh, No. See, that's completely... Irrelevant to this, though, I could go on a complete rant about Suicide Squad. So let's continue. Yeah, and the thing about Suicide Squad, I've seen the likes and the hates. I'm relegating that all to the crew over at Critical Myth. That's their that's their department. All right. So number four is Tao Okamoto. Um, she's a runway model. So I don't know how that gets her into being an actress, especially one that's going to be the main character of a story. 
She's so a, I, if you scroll down, she appeared in Hannibal and The Man in High Castle. So it's her cameo appearances. Mm. Of course, it might be. Oh, she looks pretty. She'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five is uh, Kiki Sukazane. Uh, she's been on uh, Heroes Reborn. I'm sorry. Yeah. But she's good at martial arts. She's got swordmanship skills and all of that. And then their last one is Kimiko Glenn. And she's on Netflix's Orange is the New Black. But she's already uh, she's also done appearances on Married, Law and Order SVU, and Broad City. So, yeah. A part of me be- feels that there is a bias in this article only because the person who wrote it is Asian. Which I get. Now, if it was like a film where the lead was another race, and this I get that. Now, I have watched Ghosts in the Shell, and given the characters that she gets into, and she's a cyborg, that's my only reasoning why she can get a, they can get away with someone of, of non-Asian descent. But Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the other characters that they're, you know, sort of whitewashing, mm-hmm. they can't get away with that shit. Yeah. Because they're actually supposed to be Japanese, and they're not cyborgs. But the Major is somebody that can basically be anybody. She's been a little girl. She's been a burly man, you know. She can... That, to me, you know, Scarlett Johansson playing her is only because I don't like Scarlett Johansson. Well, yeah, I understand that. And also, this is also an adaptation, to be perfectly honest... Outside of this podcast and the associations to our friends and people in this podcast, who the fuck has heard of Ghosts in the Shell? Not many people, I'm guessing. That's what it is. Which is why I understand they they got Scarlett Johansson. Because that's a name people know. Now, Mako, I'm going to ask you. Hmm. Since you don't like Scarlett Johansson, who do you think should play the major? Um, hmm. That's a pretty good question. I mean, I've got my pick, and even for that, I don't think, uh, you know, I, I'm not become. I think with her to look she would pull off the major better than Scarlett Johansson but again her acting isn't you know the best but she's been in a lot of the uh the sci-fi kind of crap and mm. I would have to go with uh Mila Jovovich okay I can see cool. I could definitely see that and if we go to and again, I mean, I, I love her, but you know, you're talking about a fandom that I am absolutely in love with, and I don't think she would be able to pull pull the you know that whole attitude off because I don't think her acting would you know get there. In terms of the girls on the article, I'd probably go with the uh, Kiki Sukazame, mostly because 
She looks like she has the most technical skill about it. Now, if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, uh, Bob Coffey tells us that Chiaki Kuriyama is also the same chick who stabbed the dude in the balls in Battle Royale. Yep. Mm. Hey, Mako. Hmm? How would you feel about Uma Thurman being the major? No. No. Okay, then. I, I can't. No, that one, that one I can't see at all. Only, only if Quentin Tarantino's directing it. <laughs> Well, is he a big Ghost in the Shell fan? I have no idea. I don't even know who's directing it now. Anywho, I think we spent enough time on that, and we really didn't rip the shreds like we normally do. And if we were going to rip it to shreds, um, Mako-chan would have already beaten it like a de- like the dead horse it is, and then beaten it some more, and some more. So we, scr- we would have been here all night with it. No, we would have been mm-hmm. crying, stop, stop, you're killing him. He's already dead. Yeah. He's already dead. Yeah. All right. Let, let, let's go ahead and, and, and kick things off. Um. Looks like another popular anime series is getting a movie. And once my uh, browser lo- loads this article, we can rock and roll. Um. Come on. Do this for me. Come on. For some reason clicking out a word to get into the browser to open the article doesn't want to do. I mean, it's absolutely redundant. Let's see if it works this way. Come on. There we go. Thank you. And watch it probably pull all the other browser open tabs open, too. So, uh, like I said, the big thing is anime getting uh, 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 theatrical films. One of them is Black Butler. Black Butler Book of the Atlantic movie has been announced. It's a follow, it's a come it's coming out in 2017. It's a follow-up to the TV and OVA series that came out in 2008, 2010, and 2014. It'll adapt the ship voyage arc from volumes 11 to 14 of the manga. Aniplex will be promoting and selling tickets at their Anime Japan booth March 26th to the 27th. I can't freaking wait. Down, girl. No, this arc, you know, as short as it was, really, really was what made me fall in love with The Undertaker. Mm. For some, for those of us who don't know, who is The Undertaker? Um... The Undertaker is a character that you meet in, you know, in the very beginning of the series. And it's, you know, he's always played kind of a, like a weird person. And, you know, throughout the entire series, in both the anime and the manga, um, they've had to go to him for uh, information, but he won't give his information for free and will only give his information if the two of them can make him laugh. And so it's usually left up to Sebastian to make him laugh with either twisted jokes or just, you know, crazy puns and crap like that. So, I mean, he's always just been out there and weird, but this 
you know, this arc really brings home who he actually is and what he's doing. So it's it's a great arc. All right. That and zombies. <laughs> Very well, then. Okay, Ari, you can go ahead and grab the next one. Uh, very well, then. And while you get that together in our chat room at live.vartnetwork.com, DemAnn94 is getting... She's excited over The Undertaker, and she pretty much agrees with you, Mako. Yeah, The Undertaker is definitely one of my favorite characters in the series. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're ready, um... Ari... The call dropped. Oh, god damn it! Yep. Uh, is it going to be one of those um, nights? It very well could be. Sorry about that. Skype no. gods. Oh, yeah, we, we kind of figured. Anyhow, uh, apparently the new Capcom... Attack on Titan game is getting well, not only getting an arcade release, but getting omnidirectional maneuver controls. That sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Shigeki no Kyojin Team Battle, or Attack on Titan Team Battle. Uh, a Capcom detailed its new arcade game during the Japanese Amusement Expo event on Friday. The game is based on the Attack on Titan manga and will be an online cooperative action game. Capcom mm. showed the game machine, which models the omnidirectional maneuver gear that appears in the manga and anime. The game will support single player, but will also have network play so that the eight players can play team or cooperative. And it's also going to be in a PlayStation 3, 4, and Vita. Hmm. No mentions of Xbox. Oh, well. Guess I'm going to have to grab myself a PS4 soon. Why? You've got the three. True, but there's actually a couple of titles on PS4 I actually do want. Oh, that reminds me. I have a reason why I do have to get an Xbox. Another reason to get an Xbox One. Do you remember the anime, The Heroic Legend of Arslan? Mm. There is a there is a fight. There's an action adventure game out for it for for Xbox One that plays just like Dynasty Warriors. Nice. So it's a Dynasty Warriors clone. Yeah, same company. Oh, so I forget how is it? Uh, to, uh, yeah, Koei Tecmo. Okay. Yeah, and we go into the chat room. Uh, Shinji Kari is being convinced to watch Sword Art Online. I am so sorry, bro. Two episodes in, you're going to be like, I like this better when it was called Dot Hack. <sighs> Anywho, um... Look at the timing of that. It's all on you, Marco. Yeah, so... Um, oh, Lord. They're going to be... Yeah. Um, they've revealed a title for the second season of Q, uh, Cute High Earth Defense Club Love. And just like everything else with the series, the title is so fucked up. So <sighs> the second season will be... Cute High Earth Defense Club Love, Love. 
That's a bit of a stretch creatively, don't you think? Yeah. Um, so basically, not only that, but there is a stage adaptation, which confuses the hell out of me. And that will be running in Tokyo March 10th through the 13th. But is yeah, that kind so... of a trend with the animes, giving them stage adaptations? That trend's been going on for a while, but, you know... Yeah, but, you know, this is... You know, it, it's kind of a jokey anime. So the fact that they're making a stage adaptation of a jokey anime is the weird part. But this it a, was... I would have never heard of these stage ad- adaptations if it wasn't for uh, hearing them on this show. Yeah, I mean, I freaking love this anime because it's so freaking twisted and weird and just plays off of every other magical girl trope that you can think of. So I'm really excited that they actually went through with a second season. I just can't, you know, it's... I can't believe they called it Love Love. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm not surprised that it's Love Love. But yes, I get my magical boys back. Down, girl. No, seriously. If you, you're starting to sound like um, Edna Mode from the Invincible, I mean, from the Incredibles. No, I mean, if you have not seen this anime yet, you really, really need to go see it. If I've... you lo- mm-hmm. like, if you if you enjoy your magical girl animes, this is just so twisted and you know answers all of those questions that. You know, these outsiders think. It's like, well, you know, we saw her transform, so why don't we recognize who she is? And this explains it in an extremely weird way. And then Did it the talk about how, hmm. how uh, all bad guy action stops when someone transforms? I believe that actually is covered. Well, oh, awesome. I, yeah, I mean, I, it's basically it's basically making fun of all of the magical girl tropes, and then it makes fun of itself, and then it goes into you know other things. Like there's one episode where so much stuff is beeped out, not because it's cursing or anything like that, but because it's other trademarked anime or names or something like that, and they don't want to get in trouble, so they beep it out. I did watch the first episode, and I think the second one, it was hilarious. I, I, I might have to continue on that, but still. Just wait till they start taking pot shots at Madoka. That's going to get dark real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I, I can't wait to see how they go through with it, because if you made it to the end of the series and saw how it ended, it's kind of questionable how they're actually con- going to continue with it. Maybe they'll make so, fun of the. Uh, maybe to make fun of you know franchises being resurrected for uh, a new season just to churn out profits and merchandise. That probably will be something that they that they mention. But yeah, so it's like I can't wait. By, Mac, by Mel Brooks or something. <laughs> merchandising, merchandising. All right.
followers at the ending, we might as well just let the song finish out, so. And now we lose a part of our childhood. Digimon, Transformers, Robots in Disguise musician Paul Gordon passes away. He was also part of the band, uh, the B-52s, which is also a favorite band of mine. If you've never heard of B-52s, uh, YouTube Love Shack. Once you hear that song, then you know you've heard of the B-52s. Or Rock Lobster. Yep. He was a Or good stuff. Mm. Or what? Good stuff. Okay, I missed that part. Yeah, he uh, he collaborated on songs for the English version of Digimon, Transformers: Robots in Disguise, and Power Rangers: Wild Force. The songs he co-wrote was the main theme song to Digimon. Uh, let's kick it up, change it to Power, Hey Digimon, and the Digirap. Outside of that, he was keyboard and guitar for not just the B52s, but the Goo Goo Dolls, uh, Lisa Marie Presley, and most recently the Jennifer Nettles Band. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty sixteen is crap for this shit. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, we're dropping like flies. Yeah. It's uh, it's like twenty sixteen's like, you know what? I need to pick up where twenty fifteen left off. No one told you that you had to do that. No. And as Sarah Ackerman says, damn you, 2016. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, moving right along. I think the next one we're all going to take turns on and probably start foaming at the mouth over. So, Ari, you, you kick this off. Very well, then. <clears throat> if it'll load, here we go. Top 10 eight worst things about anime conventions. Uh, last week, the author talked about the top ten, eight favorite things about anime conventions, so we need to talk about the worst things about it, you know, because you can't have the good without the bad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Great, but now the theme no... song is running through my head. Sorry. It's okay. I like that show, too. It's okay. The list is no meant to be negative about the anime convention life. It's simply a list of things that people don't like. Uh, number one, overcrowding. Let's be honest, some of the biggest conventions are absolutely packed with people. They congregate everywhere, and some of them decide it would be a great idea to do weird things such as sword fight, scream, run around the convention area. In addition, this caused a line for the, most, for the large panels to be absolutely insane. Yeah, we've all been there. Yep. Alright. Who's taking the next one? You do it. Go ahead. Uh, but I just took the last article. Do it. All right, fine. <laughs> Number two, fan panels. If you've if you have been going to anime conventions for a while, then I'm sure that one time or another you have been to a panel which sounded very fun in the guidebook, only to find out people running it have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Don't get me wrong; it is a wonderful thing that anyone who wants to and can apply to run a fan panel, but please try and keep it nice. This is how you. This is the difference between a good fan panel and a bad fan panel. The good fan panel is someone comes. You go in. And they're talking about the series as a whole, the characters, the storylines, and they're grabbing ideas from the audience. You know, it's like it's like a nice discussion on the series is. Bad fan panel. You walk in, people are arguing about their favorite OTPs. 
for the next 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. Those could be some of the best and worst parts about any fandom. Yeah, because somebody will start shipping OTPs that aren't supposed to be OTPs, and that will piss off the purists that are in the panel room for this. Holy crack pairings, but Batman? Yeah. Yeah, well... Or the uh, canon pairings are uh, unacceptable to people who really, really, really want to see, like, two different characters hook up. My OTPs are better than your OTPs. um... That's another thing that, Hmm? you know, people start foaming at the mouth over. Like, um... Ray Ray Hino and Mamoru, yeah, the people that, that demand that def, that demand that shipping. What Ray and Usagi? Well, let's see. There's another one, and in my fandom, people are are, 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 are demanding Ryoga and Ukio, even though it's not supposed to. And even Rumiko Takahashi has said it, but nobody listens. Speaking of your favorite of our favorite um, fandoms, who should it, like? Who do they want Ash to hook up with? Everybody. Mm. <laughs> Brock. Lord. Good guy. Go to Bulbapedia and look up shipping and just get... Like, you, you'll, you'll spend days there going all the, over all the uh, shipping pairings, and there's one for pretty much everyone. Anyway, moving on. We don't mm-hmm. want to get sidetracked. <laughs> Uh, number three is late panels. When one panel runs late, this oftentimes have an effect on the next panel. I've stood in line for a panel more than once, only for it to be delayed over and over again, until I lose interest and a lot of time. This sucks. Have better time management skills if you're going to run a panel. Not just panels, though. When somebody won't shut up and it bleeds into, like, concerts, and then the concerts run late, and then there's like three concerts, you know, one after another. Or between They usually have staff say, hey, you got five minutes left, wrap it up. Yeah, but, mm. you know, if they're not going to shut up, it's not like you can drag them off the stage. Get the I nice big vaudeville holes. Yeah. Yank. Yeah, there have been a couple of times where either a band has run into the masquerade or the masquerade has run into a band because they don't put enough time between the two. It's like, oh yeah, it's only going to take 10 minutes to break down the band and, you know, set up for the masquerade. No. Don't be idiots. All right. Um, Which is why I'm glad some cons have like 15 minute intervals between panels. But please go on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number four is stinky people. Hmm. One second, please. Uh-huh. Screwing up on my end. For a second, I thought we lost you. Now, let's see. Where was I? Sorry about that. Mm. Um, Where was I? Uh, stinky people. Yeah. Yeah. Probably by far the worst thing about anime conventions are people that decided that for whatever reason, it will be a wonderful idea to not shower or use deodorant. It's a really sad thing. This is really sad that this thing ha- I mean, happens. I don't want to walk down the hall only to be hit with the smell of death. I personally have never, you know, been the source of a problem like this, mostly because I have, you know, knowledge of basic hygiene. 
and I'm typically really clean as it is, so I know, like, oh, I'm actually, like, oh, wait, I might actually stink a little. Let me, you know, freshen up a bit. Or, oh, well, I just came from the pool. I don't want to have this cloying, you know, stench of chlorine hanging off me. Look, people complain about how, the you know, Walmart and how cheap it is. My thing is this. If you can spend money to go to a con and so forth, you could pull two, three dollars out of your otaku wallet and get yourself some speed stick. Seriously. And the people you are... Oh, they have all they have big bins of travel size stuff there. And you can always, I mean, people you're rumored, you think they're going to give a... If you ask me, oh, can I borrow your soap real quick? You think they're going to say no? I sure as hell wouldn't. All right. Uh, let me grab this real quick. Moving right along. Power Hungry Staff. Oh, yeah. I've kind of had my fair share with this. I have heard horror stories about bad staff members. Thankfully, I have had not any encounters with bad staff members and everyone being in that position. The less power they have, the better. Yeah. I, from small conventions to large conventions, I have dealt with people, with staff, with Congos, who think they dick is bigger than the Empire State Building. Bro, you ain't shit. Calm your ass down and just tell me where this panel room is or just let me know if I'm breaking a rule. Don't be a dick about it. Because I'll knock your ass out. And then walk out the car and be like, I'm done. Mm. Maybe it's me, but I've seen very little in terms of power-hungry staff. Mm. Marco? Yeah, what? <laughs> Lord. All right. Number six, normal people, quote unquote normal people. Uh, frequent anime convention goers have all come across people that are obviously not at the anime convention for anime or Japan culture. They usually come to sell stuff, mess with people, or go to the rave. They do not have any interest in anything else that the convention has to offer, and it is a shame. Why? I can understand the messing with people and, you know, that kind of crap, but mm-hmm. who cares if all they're, if all they're, the only reason why they're there is to sell stuff. Yeah. You know, that's what I've the dealer's room is. That but I can understand, you know, I guess if you're normal and you're selling stuff, you might not be able to sell as much because you don't know the fandoms as well. But on the same token, if you're normal selling stuff, but you got the, the goods that everybody wants, then you're going to make your money anyway. Yeah, I think this one is just really stupid. And, you know, I I don't, you know, so people are only coming for the rave. There are people that spend the entire weekend in their room working on cosplay. How is that any different? And there are people who who come to the conventions just for the rave, you know? There are people that go... Or just to hang around in the game room all weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are people that go for any number of things. Some of them, they do nothing more than sit in the video rooms and watch anime. So, you know, we were by this definition normal once before, before we got into anime, too. Yeah, I I don't think, you know, normal people and this are unless they're going through and purposely screwing shit up. Then, you know, ravers aren't normal people. Not for nothing, but if you've actually gone to a rave and seen them dress up just for those people that are actually going to the rave, they're not normal people. Hmm. 
So get over it. Okay, um, number seven then. Fandoms. I had this on my article, other article about pedestrian about anime conventions, but fandoms can be amazing at times, but a lot of times it can go way too far, which can ruin the fandom for others. Yeah, I've, you know, <clears throat> sorry about that. I've, uh, you know, stayed away from things that uh, looked interesting for the long, longest time, but only because I heard that the, uh, the fandoms have been complete and utter shit. Mm-hmm. Like Homestuck? Yeah, Homestuck, Hitalia for a while, Vocaloid for, for a while. Pony for a while. Pony for a little Well, yeah, it's starting to die down some. Right yeah, now, I mean, it's the like. Fandom, no, the fandoms away from... are great. Yeah. The fans are horrible. Yeah, I mean, like, for a while, it was the Narutards, the Bleach Heads, and it's still the Sailor Moon fandom. That shit ain't going away anytime soon. No, yeah, but they're not, they're not talking about. They're not talking about fans just being fans. They're talking about fans being assholes. Exactly. So, same here. I'm just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but for the most part, Sailor Moon fans, they're not going going through screaming shit. They're not crowded in a, in a place and, you know, purposely screwing shit up for other people. You know, when you've got people that are you know, jumping into the pool to clean their paint off or screaming for hours on end just to be annoying because they're trolls. Mm-hmm. That's what this is talking about. I stayed away from Steven Universe for a while because their fandom hit a really, you know, low point. See, yeah, I can understand that, but I've come to a realization just the series may be good, but you shouldn't turn it away because the fandom is shitty as fuck. You don't even have to be a part of the fandom to like the show. And I start act- me, hmm? After, you know, Marathon and Steven Universe for a while, it makes me regret not getting into it sooner. Yeah. And as Sarah Ackerman says, Homestuck more like Homesuck. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, the thing is, the series is actually pretty damn interesting. And it's semi-original. What really fucked up Homestuck was the fans. Because when they found out that they can be assholes and it's in character to be an asshole, they went about it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's that whole thing. The comic is actually pretty interesting. What's going on in it is actually pretty interesting. The fans fucked it up. And a lot of people have not gotten into it because of the fans. I just have no desire to. I'll tolerate I actually, it. I actually think you'd probably like it. No. Isn't the music the best part of Homestuck, I heard? That's all original music, though. Yeah, it's all original music. But, I mean, the whole thing is basically... You're, you've become living in a video game and then find out it's actually real life. Yeah, speaking of video games, yeah, where is that Homestuck video game that they collected two million dollars on? Yeah, I wonder where that that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. You know this saying, "A fool and their money are soon parted." Mm. And number eight, this has happened to pretty much every single one of us: post-convention sickness. If you've never had the misfortune of having post-convention sickness, you're lucky. 
after a weekend of a crappy diet, little sleep, and being around thousands of people, it is no surprise that a lot of people can catch the con plague afterwards. Alright, if you want to cut down your chances of getting con plague, this is what you got to do. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Brush your teeth. And if you have cold medicines with you, take a DayQuil pill at the beginning of the day. Of the day. Also, drink water. If you don't like water, drink juice. They have little packets where you can make flavored water and drink that. That's something that I do. And eat. Just because you're away from home, that don't mean you gotta eat like a slob. I mean, fuck it. Take your ass over to Walmart. Pick up a six-pack of ramen. Ramen's not the most healthiest thing in the world. But, but it'll it's put, actual food. Yes, it'll put food in your belly and you go through the rest of the weekend. And try to have at least one or two normal meals during that weekend. I try to have at least one decent meal during that weekend. At least one. And it's generally Saturday night after the masquerade. With the crew, hopefully. Yeah. Or depending on the con, it's like, let's just order the food, bring, go back to the room and just chillax. Yeah, I do one. You're going to hate me for this, but I never got con plague, like, at all. Oh, no, no, no. I don't, but no, that's fine. You probably do a better health job than me. I know last year, I, I think only once I got sick, and it was a couple of days after. Or maybe I'm just more resilient to disease or whatever. Maybe. Yeah, it's also not just that. If you're going to be one of those people that comes in at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning and then gets up to be out there at 9 o'clock when everything starts, you're not letting your body rest Mm -hmm. either. And that's going to, you know, affect you as well. And also, conventions have an exercise room. Go down there, do a little workout. If they have a pool, go for a swim. That little little stuff does help you, you know? That's not going to help you. It's the little stuff. That's not going to help you. Hmm. Because then you're sweating on things that other people have sweat on, on little sleep and bad food and all of that. Or you're in a pool where most of the time people have probably been urinating in it because Mm. convention goers are assholes. And immature and untrained uh, children. Mm -hmm. No, the whole thing is you have to take care of yourself. You're you're not going to be in a magic bubble for three days. Mm-hmm. You have to eat, you have to sleep, and you have to wash yourself. And, you know, that's that's the basics. You also, if you were sick, don't go to the convention. Exactly. It will be there next year. Yeah, they, yeah Capticon a couple of years ago, yeah, yeah. It has, SSJ100 Matt says, Hotels don't allow grills, as in forming grills, but they allow crockpots. You can make awesome food in crockpots in hotels during shows. There you go. Yeah, bring a crockpot or a rice cooker, you know, hey. If you ain't got that, if you ain't got the 30 bucks to eat every single night, take $10, grab some canned goods and whatever, bring something to kind of warm up. I mean, when we go, when we go to AAC, I try to bring like my coffee pot or my blender or something that we can kind of, or my rice cooker to kind of have something to work with, you know? And as Ichigogami says, if you have a microwave, there are so many instant meals. Yeah. And just so you know, hotels do have microwaves. It's generally on a first-come, first-served basis, but spending a little 5 dollars extra per night to have a microwave in your room so you can kind of cook a meal, 
Worth Hotels it. also usually have, a, if they do continental breakfasts and everything, they usually have a public microwave mm -hmm. as well. Yep. Or you could be like Mako-chan. She'll, she'll show up with a big old hearty uh, baked ziti for the whole weekend. Yeah, I do baked ziti or as long as I've got a fridge. I do baked ziti or I do um, lasagna or something like that. Mm -hmm. Because it's something that you can keep in a pan and then just heat up when you need it. Exactly. And let's also add in here under sickness, um, PCD, which is starting to, something I'm starting to see a lot of. And PCD is post-con depression. And that usually happens when you're leaving the con, you realize how much of a great time you had, and a lot of friends you've seen that you're probably not going to see again for months. And it's kind of sad that some of those friends live not too far from you, but you won't see them again till another convention, you know. Which it, sucks. Yeah, it does. The easy, one way to help combat that is like, you know, you, you meet these friends, send them a message on Facebook, write them a letter. You know, got you got that going. I mean, it'll kind of keep things going till the next time you see each other at a convention, you give each other warm, hearty hugs. That's what Skype is for. Mm-hmm. And, and you can actually Skype and talk with somebody and actually see them because, you know, you can do video chat. Yep. As Ichigo Gami says, Cosmos... Not everyone has a webcam, though. Don't need a webcam. You just talk. And besides, if you got a laptop, pretty much every single laptop that's on the market has a webcam. Every single tablet on the market has a webcam. So. Mm -hmm. And most phones now have a forward-facing camera. Yep. And as, Ichigo, so. mm -hmm. and as Ichigo Gami says, cosplay stitching bitches. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Stitching yeah, I mean, bitches? Yeah, stitching bitches. Yeah, stitching bitches is pretty cool. I've never been a part of them. One, actually, I've been a part of a couple. It's pretty much, if you're, all, if you're part of a cosplay group, you're all making the same costumes, more or less. You get together at somebody's house with your material, and you just work on your costumes, and you just bitch, you know, about shit, you know? Pretty much a stitching yeah, bitch. Yeah, but you don't even have to be in the same room. Mm -hmm. You can go on Skype and, you know, chat while you're doing, like, while everybody's working on something. Yeah, um, Avalon Cosplay, she's done a few of those where she's opened up the Google Hangouts and, like, let's get together while she's working on her costume. You know, you talk and other people do that, too. I'm surprised there aren't Twitch streams dedicated to that. There probably is, I just haven't looked hard enough. Yeah, but then again, Twitch is more for gaming, but, you know... Yeah, if you're not doing gaming on Twitch, they actually shut you down now. Yeah. But there are other... That I did not know. Yeah, there are other streaming sites out there that you can do that with, but at the same time, you're not then really talking. You're the only one talking then. Mm -hmm. And as Shinji Akari says, I need to visit your room for food. Hey, come on up. Mm-hmm. And I tend to bring, you know, snacks, too. Yeah, definitely. My, like very, water. my very first Zenkai Con, Zenkai Con was on um, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Aye! So I brought corned beef and cabbage and potatoes. So, yeah, I, I, usually, I usually bring real food. <laughs> and one thing is, when, when I put the room together, I always tell people, you know, this is the amount... If you put in this amount more, that'll be hotel food. I'll go out, you know, grab extra ramen, whatever. And it's pretty much, it's yours, but it still is house stuff, you know. 
But yeah, know. I mean, if we all pull together mm-hmm. and get a case of water or even a, one of the big cases of ramen or mm-hmm. something like that, then people can just eat it. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase bowl. As Ichigogami says, I just bring a whole bunch of stuff and say, hey, you guys want it, you can have it. Yeah, and as Ichigogami says, I'm working on Siren from Deadpool. I frequently have Skype, Google Plus, and Facebook up. Wait, people still use Google Plus? <laughs> wow. Despite evidence to the contrary. <laughs> I know, right? Alright, okay. Now, we're, we're going to go ahead and open the Skype line. And do bring out the open forum topic. Let me bring, let me uh, open this up real quick because I was actually reading something else on Facebook that was kind of hilarious. But um, the open forum topic is where we post a question about a topic in the anime and cosplay fandom. If you don't use your real name, just put a different name before you post, and we ask that you keep it civil. And also, if you do want to call in about tonight's show, if you've been to Magfest, you want to tell us about that or anything else. You can Skype us at Anime Jam Session. It's all one word, and all calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraints. But wait, these go. We might extend the call a little bit more. All right, and this week's open forum topic is convention pet peeves. What is the worst thing you have heard, seen, or said at an anime convention? Now, I have to be kind of civil about that because I said some real outlandish shit at a convention. That's kind of my pet peeve, but. Anywho, all right, from Serenity fourteen eighty eight, you lost the game. Everyone's shouting that. She says the shit is getting way too old. All right, um, from Kelly, cosplay body shaming. Just because you're jealous, they're getting all the attention. Doesn't mean you have the right to make them feel bad. Um, let's see, from Sarah Ackerman. Texting on phones at texting at phone at panels and being on the phone while at a panel. Uh, people getting ready to order food and they still don't know what they want. Yeah, I can kind of leave. Yeah, and people who leave trash all over. Look, the convention is not your personal house. Treat the convention like you're at your grandmama's house. Okay, clean up after yourself. And when it comes to ordering food, sometimes you usually know an hour in advance. And my thing is this. If you don't know by the time we order food, you order it on your own. And when it comes to panels, I can understand texting if you're trying to send somebody information real quick. But if you're texting as in a conversation, don't. A little bit of respect, please. Just a little. Okay, uh, we're going to go around the room here. Um, Mako? One of your pet peeves, and just one. Hmm. I have to go with inconsistency in uh, some conventions with what they allow for props. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I believe that, you know, 15-foot wingspan should be considered props and should be, you know, not allowed. 
if you can't walk through a door, then I think you have issues and, you know, I think you need to scale that down. I can understand if that's part of your costume, you know? No. No, 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 no. Hear me out. If it's part of your costume for judging, I can see that. Yeah. But yeah, if if it's for judging or the masquerade, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. But just to go to a convention, I mean, you've got to really think about these conventions. Um, if it's going to be mostly outside, sure, you want to have huge ass props, that's fine. But when you have to walk through the same hallway that everybody else does, and mm-hmm. nobody can get around you because your props are so damn big, mm-hmm. then no. Yeah, that, that that I agree with. And I think it's up to the convention itself to police that better. Yes. And as Ichigo Kami says, it could be damaged, bumped, or block things. Yep. I mean, that is a huge, huge fire hazard. And If you're and blocking we'll... people from being able to leave an area quickly and safely, you are a fire hazard and you need not be there. If you want to bring that for show, um, just you know, just go ahead and just pick a pick a spot somewhere at the convention in the con- area and just stay there for a while. And if you're gonna stay there for a while, you know, you might as well put a tin can there and collect tips. Trust me, with a costume like that, people will come to you. Yep. And we have our first call of the night on the show. Hi, you're live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking to tonight? Wait, hold on. Hold on for one second. I, f- I knew I forgot to do something. There we go. Can you hear us? Yes, I can, actually. Awesome. Welcome to the show. Who are we talking to tonight? Um, I'm Deman. Nice to meet you guys. Hey, what's up? Hi. <laughs> and your, I guess your three minutes starts now. Okay, so my biggest pet peeve would have to be one. Photographers or fans asking for pictures when a cosplayer isn't ready... Like, I had a time where once I was actually in the cafeteria getting food and a fan just ran up to me asking for a picture while I was holding a plate of eggs and I had no idea what to do. And let's just say that's one of my pet peeves or when, like, a cosplayer is sitting down and obviously they have a sandwich hanging out of their mouth and someone asks for a picture. (laughs) That's kind of obvious of, you know, I'm kind of busy. Now, I, I'm not going to lie. As a cosplay photographer, I found myself in those situations and not realizing. I'm always like, oh, sorry, and I just move along. Sometimes I do find some cosplayers sitting down, and I do want a picture of them, of them just sitting down. You know, because sometimes the shot is better. But if they don't want their picture, I'm like, sorry, and I just move along. And they usually say, yeah. come back a little bit later, you know? Also, with, I've been on the receiving end of that once. Like, I was like, with, um, wait, wait, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, damn it. Now, Ari, what you were saying? Also with fans so, uh, thinking that cosplayers are the actual characters and making them, let's just say, say things or do things that the person is not really comfortable with. Like, oh. I ran into those situations where fans would attack me, whichever cosplay I'm in, and ask, and just make me do things that are not very comfortable. I'm like, okay, no, let's not do that. You have, like, those fans that are, like, too much of fans sometimes, mm-hmm. and they don't realize it, that that cosplayer is an actual person and not the actual character. And yeah, that's my that's major pet peeve. I'm that's like, my major pet peeve as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm in character. I don't mind bouncing off of you as character, but for a while, I'm like, you know what? I just need to chill and go some, you know, just kind of go do my thing. 
Yeah, and considering with also the um, situation with MAGFest, I've actually had some people go to MAGFest, some of my friends actually, and I just got a text, oh wait, we're getting evacuated, there's fire. I'm like, wait, what, there's a fire? <laughs> yeah, I and heard about that. And it turned out that some guys were smoking, and like, this is what I heard, some guys were smoking and decided to put out their cigarettes in like a pile of mulch, and that just caught on fire. And yeah. sound the alarm. <laughs> That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's what I heard. I didn't know if it was like, I didn't know if it, considering what the convention center was saying and also what my friends were saying as well. So yeah. That's much what happened. Our site reporter, Ichigo Gamiya, she says, smoking near the mulch outside. Yep. God. Idiot. They didn't this- think, oh, like, I can throw my cigarette butt here. It won't catch on fire. That's probably <laughs> what it is. It's probably people that think, don't realize what mulch is, you know? And also, I am very excited for that Black Butler movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you and Mako-chan can fangirl squeal out later. Yep. <laughs> All right, then, man. You have anything else for us tonight? I'm a Sebastian cosplayer, so, like, I know, like, the, the, like, the, all the awesome stuff that's going to coming up for Black Butler. So I'm really excited for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. I'm really excited. <laughs> I could tell. Do you have anything else for us tonight? I'm good. Thanks. Uh, it was awesome talking to you guys. I was also talking to you. Thanks for the call. No problem, guys. All right. Later. See you later. Bye. That was cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Pretty much with that call with them, man. My my pet peeve is like. In character, out of character. I have seen people come into the convention in full character, and it's like, yo, turn it down a notch. The real character isn't like that out there like you, you know? Yeah, that's one of my, that, that was my big one, too. I yeah. had a little trouble, you know, you know, racking my brain to see what really pissed me off. But uh, the people who, like, refuse to acknowledge themselves as out of character... Mm-hmm. I found and like lot. going way over the top. I mean, I get in the character occasionally, but only mm-hmm. if like someone's taking my picture. After that, it's just like, all right, thank you, and I just walk away, and it's back to me being Ari. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that kind of energy is just you know overwhelming. It's like, dude, you need to chill. What, and you know like, what I mean? And they're like, what is this chill you speak of? Or, I'm in character. I'm fine. No, you're not. not helping. No, you're you're not fine. Have a Snickers. Steve, have a Snickers. Why? Because you turn into a cartoon character when you're hungry. Better? <laughs> God. Better? No, I dropped it. At that point, I was like, oh, God damn it. Anyone else calling? No, I think that's it. Um, I think that's it for the Skype line right now. And since the Skype line is now over, we all know what time it is. Yeah, I picked four because I, I thought we were going to have four people on talking about MAGFest. But I guess not. So we have four of them. <laughs> it, it's kind of interesting. I'll say this much. Oh, Mako-chan, you, you you got some good ones. I thought so. I, I want the second one. I, I particularly like the last one, so I will be taking that one. Of course you would! Yep. 
You you two can fight over the the first three. I want the second one. Of course you want the second one. I'll go ahead and take the first one, all right? If it makes you all feel so much better to sleep at night. A little. <laughs> oh, God. Illegal mosaic porn business busted. Osaka police recently uncovered a booming mail-order business servicing the entire nation with pornographic DVDs. Which lacked the legally required pixelization over an actor's genitalia. February 9th, police announced the arrest of a 39-year-old Hiroshi Suzuki of Osaka on charges of possession of obscene material with intent to distribute. He was found on the second floor of a Nipponbashi area commercial building with 50 copies of a DVD with uncensored material, adult material. In Japan, it is illegal to sell adult videos which shows the performer's genitalia, so adult filmmakers must cover them with mosaic pixelization effect. And for the record, you can find uncensored Japanese porn. Just it's not that difficult. No, it is not. <laughs> to bypass this restriction, Suzuki stands accused of, a cop- of obtaining copies of the film without the mosaic and selling them online for 150 to 200 yen each. Which is like what? Uh dollar like let's see. Less than two dollars. Yes, I figured. Between a buck fifty and two dollars. It's like it's like when you're sitting there and someone comes and selling you bootleg DVDs for like five bucks a pop. He had like in Chinatown or something like that? Not just Chinatown. It's gotten to the point where they come into the damn uh, laundry in the laundry room on the and the laundromat selling them. DVDs, DVDs. No Ari, it's pretty much like they woke up to you go, D V D, D V D I'm just like no, thank you. <laughs> uh, to bypass this restriction, Suzuki stands accused of, 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 of obtaining copies of the film without the mosaic and selling them online for about two bucks a pop. He had allegedly been renting both the second and third floors of the building, which he was arrested and where police seized 52,000 blank DVDs and 150 DVD burners. Judging about by the amount of the materials, the organization which police believe consists of six men between the ages of 20 and 50 was expecting a lot of future business. And according to the police investigation into Suzuki's bank account, they were right to think so. Through transactions made on websites, he allegedly, he allegedly ran such as Himitsunu Rabu, better known as Secret Lab, approximately 800,000 discs were said to have been sold in the past year alone, resulting in an estimated 130 million yen in revenue for the mosaic-free DVD distributors. It's a staggering figure considering the DVDs were bought over the internet, where people usually have to make an effort to avoiding seeing uncensored porn. When questioned by the police, Suzuki reportedly admitted saying, I did it for the money. And in doing well, so, at least he's honest about that. I know, right? And in doing so, he passed up an excellent opportunity to make himself into an anti-censorship martyr. Nevertheless, the secret lab now has been shut down, and Japan can rest safe knowing that all those images of reproductive organs were taken off the market, or so they would think. Because believe you me, I know of a couple of sites where I can go to right now and get uncensored Japanese porn for free. Well, yeah, they make the Japanese porn uncensored. They can't sell it uncensored in Japan. That's the difference. They can ship that shit out to everyone else uncensored. 
But in Japan, if you're selling it, it has to be mosaiced. True, but the thing is, mo pretty much every single everything is pretty much is mosaic. So finding, believe it or not, finding uncensored stuff is hard. Yeah, but you just go、Hell. on to the other Asian websites.、Mm -hmm. Hell, I've seen、um, mosaic Japanese porn in regular porn shops censored. You know. Mm-hmm. So. And as somebody said on forum, as a, as a comment, do the police have do the police not have anything else better to do? Apparently not. And as somebody said, viewing the genitalia is illegal, but incest, rape, and other perversions are acceptable to be sold and read in public places such as the train in the form of manga. What a messed up sense of morality! Meanwhile, other crimes and so forth get overlooked. I think that there is a difference between seeing something hand drawn and animated as opposed to real life. Yeah, but a lot of the Japanese porn is also incest and all of that shit too. Yep. They're very, very big on、um, stepmothers and sons.、Mm -hmm. And as somebody said, illegal mosaic-free DVD porn business busted. Another embarrassing reminder of the flaccid internet penetration. Lol. <laughs> Unsum Mark goes live-action tentacle porn. You're welcome. Live-action、yeah. tentacle porn is kind of crappy, but funny. Oh yeah, yeah that's it. It's just it's it's hilarious because they're basically using you know PVC tubes and shit like that with petroleum jelly. <laughs> yeah. And as another comment here, no doubt that、She's、the police. <laughs> as one comment goes, no doubt that the police, upon viewing the evidence, will have their hands full. <laughs> and so there are people who still buy and collect porn. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Moving on. Okay then. <clears throat> New whiskey Koeda chocolates from Morinaga. Almost as strong as light beer, but much more delicious. Sounds good. Let's see. Japanese chocolate manufacturer Morinaga has been producing its line of Kodea, the Koeda, literally small tree branch chocolates since 1971. Now the company is upgrading the twig-shaped sweets with a limited edition premium range designed for adult tastes. In a whiskey and orange peel flavor that packs a hefty punch with 3.1 alcohol content inside every box. In Japan, it's a fence to drive with a blood alcohol of 0.03%. So these chocolates come with a warning on a box to avoid consumption while driving. The co you guys with me? Mm-hmm. Sorry, everything went quiet. I thought the sky. No, no, bro. No, we're still、yeah. listening. We still got you, bro. The Koeda logo appears on the box alongside fragrant whiskey, both printed in shiny gold to reflect the sophisticated sensibilities of the product. You know, shit's all gold leaf, yo. So you know it's got to be worthwhile. Hmm. And、there's a you know pictorial of what's going on. Upon opening the box, we find that chocolates are hidden inside a shiny blue foil wrapping. And to tear the foil open, a little knobby twigs appear along with a heavy set of booze, because that's two things that go great together: chocolate and booze. In Japan, cans of low alcohol Chuhi mixers, or is it Chuhi? It's he, isn't it? Chuhi, yeah. With which typically includes a small shot of distilled Japanese liquor called shochu, contain three percent alcohol. 
Each of these nine morsels may only be as long as your little finger, but together they're stronger than a low-alcohol chewy and almost as strong as a 3.9% beer. Why drink alcohol and you can eat in delicious chocolate form? Although we're interested in trying out this alcoholic effect on, on the new sweet, we're not total barbarians, so we take our time first and get to know the chocolates. Taking my dinner first. <laughs> Each piece contains a generous serving of dark chocolate ganache with a bitter flavor that works well with your aromatic whiskey. While the company doesn't specify the type of whiskey used, there's no denying its presence as the heat from the liquor, along with its distinctive spicy undertones, cover the tongue with each bite. The whiskey and chocolate flavors play well against the cit citrus sweet provided by the subtle, subtle use of orange peel, pieces of which can be seen clearly inside the chocolate. Ew. About the orange peel, mm. not the other two things. Gotcha. <clears throat> While Kuwait are usually known for their crunchy texture, this premium variety is a lot softer using a dense chocolate base that's filled with flavor and, yes, alcohol. After eating the entire pack in a matter of minutes, what they say about not being barbarians? Huh. There was a subtle rise in body temperature, a flushing of cheeks, and a strange desire for just one more. The only thing mis missing was a roaring fireplace to cozy up to, as the package design enticingly suggests. Available only at Family Mart convenience stores in Japan, it retails for 298 yen, which is about 264 U.S. Perfect as an after-dinner treat for grown-ups. It's a great way to relax and reward yourself after a long day. In that case, Marco Chan will have a whole closet full of them. Oh hell yeah! See, let me pack these things by the case too. Let's <laughs> let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> and and reference back to our last article. Um, Ichigogami says there are gaijin in Japan who buy porn and pay to have it translated. To that, Bob Coffey says, translating porn isn't exactly hard. Uh, <laughs> also, a .03 a blood alcohol content label? I mean, a level? That's all it takes to be considered uh, drunk in public? Or DWI? Mm. Uh, Ichigo got me... Mm -hmm. It varies in state to state. It's like usually 0 0.08 or 0.1. Yeah. That I don't know off the top of my head, but Ichigo Gami wants a uh, drunken booze chocolate party. Who's hosting it? It'll probably be at Mako's. Mm-hmm. See? My apartment's bigger. I mean, more room to hold people. True. All right. Cool. Yeah, all 50 states have now set a 0.08 blood alcohol concentration as the legal limit for driving. Oh, okay. But you have to you have to remember that the Japanese don't have the enzymes that help to break down alcohol. So a 0.03 for them is going to be much worse than a 0.08 is here. Yeah, that much I did remember. All right. Next up, Low-cost Japanese inn welcomes foreign guests with hot springs, sake tastings, and cosplay backdrops. For travelers, keeping your hotel expenditures in check can often mean losing out on ambiance. That won't be a dilemma for the guests at the Ryokan Tokyo Yugawara. While billing itself as a low-cost carrier of, of the Japanese-style inn, Ryokans, in the world, the hotel aims to provide as much Japanese atmosphere as possible while still leaving plenty of cash in your wallet. Located in Yugawara, a hot spring resort in the Kanagawa Prefecture, roughly an hour south of Tokyo, the design and the decor is inspired by some of Japan's most iconic views. 
The arch entryway is reminiscent of a mountainside tunnel of Tori gates at the Kyoto Fushimi Inari Shrine, and the crimson lantern hanging in the entryway calls the mind of one of Tokyo's Sensoji Temple. Both private rooms starting at 5,800 yen, which is about 48 bucks a night, and dormitory-style accommodations starting at 3,000 yen, which is like 30 bucks a night, are available. Being a hot spring town, the Ryokan Tokyo Yagawara has its own natural onsen baths, separate from men and women, with the water pipe directly from the source. Single-occupant shower booths are also available for those who are not ready to take the plunge and try Japanese-style communal bathing. Ooh. For photography, Sounds like something I'd want to try. Definitely. For photography fans, there's a long hallway with scenic backdrops. The Ryokan Tokyo Yugawara is actively courting cosplayers by encouraging them to pose here for their costumes, and the hotel has a changing rooms specifically devoted for changing in and out of cosplay outfits. More conventions need that shit, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Breakfast is complimentary for guests of private rooms, and there's also an on-site restaurant complete with a bar counter where sake tastings will be held. In addition, the inn plans to hold other cultural events and demonstrations on the raised dyes in the common area. The Ryokan Tokyo Yigawara hopes that in providing entertaining, accessible accommodations, it can encourage first-time visitors from overseas to make a return trip to Japan in the future. At the same time, at its location, Yigawara, a town often overlooked by foreign travelers despite its hot springs, Mountain hiking trails and beautiful plum blossom garden means that they can easily ease the Japanese experience. Guests will see a part of the country that few non-Japanese people ever do, making this a budget-priced Ryokan for the best of both worlds. And for fifty bucks a night, that ain't bad. That's a steal. I know. Well, it's the private rooms. If you read, is fifty bucks per person per night. But still, it's not just fifty bucks, you know, for the room. My thing is, the reason why I would not be able to go to the onsen, which is the same reason why Ari would not be able to, is you cannot have tattoos and go into a public onsen. Mm. So I'm wondering, since because this I think one... Yakuza. Yes. I'm wondering, since this one is catering to non-Japanese, if that would be the case or not. But people... Also, you and me, Yakuza, come on now. Mm, it's any tattoo. It could be a little pretty, pretty little butterfly, but, and you'd still get kicked out of an onsen. But what's interesting is Japan is starting to warm up to tattoos, so that's at least that's something. Yeah, but it'll still be a while before the onsens and stuff like that. The actual like hot spring retreats are going mm. to allow it. True. True. All right, Mako. Okay. This ought to be fun. Uh, flight delay ruins a woman's Valentine's Day, so the airline apologizes, apologizes and books her into an S&M love hotel. Uh. Um, yeah, so if you thought your solo Valentine's Day pizza and Netflix date was depressing, you've got nothing on this Chinese woman whose ill-fated Valentine's Day went from bad to ruinous in a, bl- in a bizarre double whammy of unfortunate circumstances. The unnamed woman was due to board the 8.40 a.m. February 14th flight from Chongqing to her hometown of Hangzhou, but the Hanan Airlines flight was first delayed several hours, then ultimately canceled late that night. The woman who had apparently been 
killing time at a movie theater near the airport, returned to the airline's help desk to claim the airline's offer of a complimentary hotel stay. Common practice when a canceled flight strands passengers overnight. And that's when things got really weird. It's bad enough, of course, when a flight delay ruins your romantic holiday plans. But Heinen Airlines apparently decided to salt the woman's wound by putting her up in, of all places, a sadomasochism-themed love hotel for the night. Photos posted to Chinese social media site purportedly depicted the conditions of the woman's hotel room, and sure enough, the dank, grimy-looking room appears to come complete with chains and a specialized torture chair for restraining kinky partners. As the photos went viral, many initially waved the story off as a hoax. That is, until local media contacted the airline and confirmed the story. According to Hainan, uh, hotels in the area were mostly were almost entirely booked up because of the romantic holiday, and the few remaining rooms were apparently of the, shall we say, more eccentric variety. Hopefully the disgruntled passenger didn't prevent any actual S&M fans from enjoying the night of chains and ball gags, they've been looking forward to. Yeah. Wow. And if the woman had been into it in the first place, this story would have never existed. And according to another source, she had to share this room with another woman. Oh my god. (laughs) This just gets better and better. And as one comment I see here, one would think SM rooms would be the first to be filled on Valentine's Day. I, I love comment, you. but I won't. Go ahead, do it. I'd comment, but Please I do. won't. Do it. No. Do it. Do it. No. Do it. No. Do it. Please no. do it. No. Do it for great justice. No. Oh, come on, Mako-chan. The only thing I can say is that would be my first pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are. We already know you. You are the hentai connoisseur, so that comment is not too far, doesn't stretch too far from the truth. Yeah, I know. See. God, I, I think we've hit our limit, so I think we should go ahead and take our last break and wrap up. That's no, fine by me. Okay. Yeah. We'll be back.
Wow, thank you very much, Winamp. Christ. I was wondering what the holdup was. I know. I, I was waiting for it. It just decided to just, just freeze for like two, three seconds. Christ almighty. Uh. And we go into the chat room at live.network.com. Bob Coffee says, The KO music needs to be replaced with superior love live music. And my response was, yeah, but I got an awesome Mio figurine for Christmas. And he goes with, he has a Nozomi figure on his desk. Bro, there are two Nozomi figures I have on my Amazon wish list. As soon as my tax return comes in, I will be buying them. Unfortunately, due to how cluttered my desk is, I will not be able to place them there. But instead, they'll still be in their box in my closet so I can find a place to put them. I still haven't even taken them out my Venus figure arts zero. Christ. Oh, okay. So, anywho, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. For independent bloggers, for independent podcasters, we do this for the fun of it. So, if we tell you what we like and don't like, we're just telling you straight up as is. If you have any ideas for the show, thoughts, compliments, praises, flames, all types of interesting things you want to let us know about, you can always leave us a message on Skype. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at Anime Jam Session. Or you can uh, email us at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, we should be having our Katsukon 2016 article going up shortly. I'm um, looking forward to that. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Um, if you're having trouble accessing our website for any reason whatsoever... Um, for a podcast, you can find us at Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, and coming soon to Google Play. Uh, check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash AnimeJamSessionTV. That's where we post all of our convention videos. Definitely want to check them out. If you want to follow us on YouTube, you can find me at youtube.com slash S. Ari is at Ari22682, and Mako-chan is over at Luna. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. That is our official Twitter page. We'll let you know updates on the podcast, when we're live, conventions we're going to, and other interesting things if you to be in the know. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at Twitter.com slash S. Ari is at the Ari Man. And you can find Mako-chan over at Joe Videa. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Everybody on the site there who liked our page, liked the articles, everything we post, I just want to say thank you. We truly appreciate it. For those of you who continue to like the page, we're going to continue to bring you um, more content. If you want to interact with us, 
on Facebook. You can find me at facebook.com slash IamDigeronMass or that guy. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. And you can find Mako-chan at Makoto Mako-chan Kino. And as I said before, we are here on the Voice of Geeks Network, Tuesdays at 9.30, with Encore Thursdays at 2. But we're not the only geek podcast on this network. You definitely check out the Star Wars Power and Coupling podcast, the Geek Card, the Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Vertical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, and we also have um, three brand new shows to the network. You definitely want to check out... Um, Ranger Pride, uh, if you're all about uh, Super Sentai Power Ranger series, Game Buoy, um, they go, they talk about the B hits of a video game, of video game titles, and guys on the show, think of it as a tongue-in-cheek variant uh, of normal programming. I would say guys on the show are sort of like um, video games equivalent of the soup. Anywho, we're going to go around the room. Last words. Last words. Ari. My birthday is this weekend. And it's just going to be another day for me. That's how I look at it. Mako-chan? I'm hungry. As for me, um, I'm going to play more Project Crossbone too. As I watch my Windows Phone upgrade again, gotta love being on that um on the insider group on that. All right, that is it. End of list. We'll be here next week. Um, we're not taking any breaks anytime soon, but we do. You'll be the first to know. Um, that is it. End of list. We're getting out of here because it's getting late. So. I'm Rana. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. I picture this sort of like at the end of Tiny Twin Adventures, you know? And it's kind of cool like that. <laughs> the water tower opens, it toss off one last one liner and it slams. Yeah, pretty much. Good night, everyone. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!